Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, we're going to tell you all about uh, Joe Biden's choice for VP Kamala. Did I get that right? Kamala Harris. Uh, first of all, she thinks Joe Biden's a sexual predator. She thinks he's a racist. But hey, that didn't stop him from picking her. She also thinks uh, Joe Karzarniev should vote. The, 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 the government should ban plastic straws and red meat that uh, ICE, ICE is like the KKK, got a lot of really radical uh, positions, and Alex Reamer's here to defend them all. Also, uh, college football. College football is some of it's going to play. Some some teams are going to play. Some aren't. We'll tell you how why that is crazy, and there's no reason these kids who are going to be back on campus, they're going to be back together on campus, shouldn't be back together on the football field as well. And finally, Barstool made a big, big, big hire. Big, big, big name. We'll tell you about that. We'll tell you why it's a big, big mistake by Barstool. We'll get to all that on the Callahan Podcast today, brought to you, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that make it so difficult and confusing. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, Cullinan, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. So I enjoyed, like like a lot of people do, I enjoyed watching uh, Dave Portnoy do one of his videos. He's, he's good at that. He's a good uh, performer and his enemy, the guy at HBO, the guy that ruined Caller Daddy, Dave knows all the details. Uh, Suitman was fired by HBO, so Portnoy, sitting like on a on a couch in uh, Montauk on Long Island, was um, drinking champagne and eating watermelon and celebrating the demise of another enemy. I think it was very expensive champagne. I think he saves that for when his enemies go down and go down. Uh, in disgrace and he and he was enjoying it yesterday and all i have to say is um get ready to uh to have another enemy in the building in the company because dave portnoy if you missed it alex reamer just hired Dion sanders to work for barstool Dion sanders is uh was a great player was a good baseball player was a great football player is one of the big phonies in the business. I, I I can attest to it firsthand. I sat with him one time in Cincinnati after a, a baseball game, after a Reds game in the uh, clubhouse, and he like started performing for me. Started crying on cue, and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy thinks I'm I'm uh, falling for it." And and you know, I to an extent I did because I was looking to write a, a feature for Sports Illustrated. Oh, I'm sure it was very flowery. Yes. Come on, um, I'm sure uh, you know the tears were part of it but they were uh, flowing he was literally it was like watching uh joe biden read a script when he, when he offered kamala harris the the vp thing i mean it was like he was following a script for a sports illustrated story here here's where i talk about the day i found jesus and here's where i talk about the day i you know uh whatever had a uh, someone my grandmother died and he but was, you bought it though right i mean it was a fiery feature uh, I, I guess, I guess, but he is, Oh, we got to dig he, that up now. Yeah, go ahead. But he, uh, 
it's it's not gonna it's not gonna, i just uh make a prediction it's not gonna work it's not gonna work over the long haul i don't know what they plan to do with him dave you probably know better than i did you you listen to part of my take all the time yeah. and yeah He's going to go on there once a week. Uh, and is this, like, is this like you don't like showman Deion Sanders and you no, think the man might be a good – this is all around you don't like Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, he's just phony. I mean, he's just a phony and he's oh, very – I, I, I have this vision of Deion Sanders. Like, I, you know, the uh, he's he is the kind of charismatic guy that I grew up with. He was the dominant video game player. You know what I mean? I don't want to – We, we one time uh, through, through Boomer and we got an interview with him at Super Bowl week. And it was one of these deals where he was just, you know, we'd, we'd show up and he was sitting on a couch. He was in the hotel in some, some room, uh, you know, conference room in a hotel. And he was looking at his watch. Didn't want to, you know, talk to us. Didn't want any small talk. He's like, can, you know, can we get this on here? And then boom, as soon as the interview starts, it's Hey, and I, I mean, I don't like his style either. I thought he was terrible on NFL network. If you saw him, it was all like, sound effects and screaming and oh, man, oh, and then, yeah, I mean, he, he, it was rarely, you know, in complete sentences, the analysis it was just little tangents and noises and sound effects. And uh, that's what they want. Apparently that's what Barstool wants. And that's what they're going to get. And they're going to get a prima donna, our coworker. It is Deion Sanders. Right. It is prime. Holy shit, man. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you. I had no idea what I went on with you guys last time that this would transpire this quickly. We're yes. very but charming, I, Prime. I, we're I very admit, charming. I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy. Uh, we're we're I'm excited. We're we're ecstatic. So Dion is uh joining the pirate ship. He is gonna be launching his own podcast, twenty first in prime. He's gonna be doing yeah. some uh video stuff with some of his old friends from the league. He's going to be doing some video stuff for an NFL show, and he's going to be on this podcast for 10, 15 minutes every Sunday night in the fall, recapping what we watch on NFL Sundays. All I get is 10 and 15 darn minutes. I don't know if you remember, but you know when Tim McCarver dared criticize him, he dumped a bucket of ice water on his head uh, during a live broadcast in the clubhouse. He went after Romo. Tony Romo mentioned... Uh, that Dion wasn't much for tackling. I think everyone knows he wasn't much for tackling. He was a great cover corner. That's why I never say he's the greatest corner because he wasn't a complete player. And he went after Romo and started ripping him. And just because he mentioned that the guy didn't like to tackle, I think we all understood he didn't like to tackle. They're going to have issues every day with, with Dion because he, he wants to be treated like something special. And I don't know if they're ready to do that. I don't know if they're ready to flying private you know, to the to the Super Bowl, or you know, give him his own you know green room before he does <laughs> podcasts or or videos. But uh, it's not. It's you know, I know Portnoy has some prima donnas on the staff, but this guy is another level. I do. And, I do wonder though, like if you're gonna, because it is a different move for a guy like Deion Sanders to not go from NFL Network to let's say ESPN or. Or CBS Sports, like, what is his mentality in the sense of like he doesn't have any coworkers that he really knows, right? I think like Willie Colon played in the NFL, maybe maybe he knows him, but like even even think of it now, like even even you, Reamer, right? Like if you went to go work at ninety eight five, people know how political you are and how much you like to talk politics at the same time. Wouldn't you like to know that there's somebody like on your team that kind of gets <laughs> gets where you want to take content? I feel like Dion doesn't have anybody at Barstool that really relates to. Oh, that. He's going to be on with. 
Yeah. It's going to be a part of my take, right? Once a week. That's going to yeah. be uh, his thing. I mean, he'll do video stuff. I mean, you think he's going to be joking around with the guys or what? I mean, yeah, it's like- gonna be, oh, he's going to sound like, you know, whatever locker room talk It's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to even understand half the, uh, you know, half the, the references or, you know, half the riffs he goes on and it's going to be, you know, uh, I'm probably, well, I don't even know all the guys, Willie Cologne. I, I tell you what, I know, they all, all the black barstool people turned on Portno. We talked about it when, uh, you know, when he sang a rap song on video five years ago, Dion's not going to have his back. Oh. You know, he's not going to, he's, he's going to be on the other team. When, if that happens again, Portno had better be ready. Uh, but I guess it's a big name and a big signing and a big splash. And, uh, He's bounced around though. He wears out his welcome. I can tell you that. Well, well the NFL Network wanted to cut his pay, right? And that's yeah. why he left yeah. them. Um, I mean, it's like I think the thing about part of my take that I think is you know so great about it is the the chemistry between you know PFT and and, and Big Cat. It's so genuine. They sound like just two friends just hanging out, riffing and crapping on people. Like Deion Sanders doesn't really seem to fit into that. I no. think it'll sound like forced. You know? No, right. You're right, and it'll be, and they'll have video of him walking. He's so, you know, he's famous, and you know, he's 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 gonna have grand entrances when he goes into press conferences, and it's like a big, big name, the biggest name that they could get. But the content, the substance, you're gonna get from him. You're gonna get, like I said, sound effects, which they do that a lot. I mean, that's, yeah, he's, I, gonna, I, he's gonna do his own thing too. Like he's gonna have his own podcast where which he will suck. Oh, but it will suck. Okay, why don't you go in the sports category of of Apple Podcasts and see how many NFL podcasts how bad they are and how awful they are and and who who the host is that has no chemistry with the co-host or that is true. I mean, at least at least he'll have some energy. His podcast yeah, for sure, probably. Yeah, uh, but, we'll see. And, and I guess congratulations to you know Port Portna because uh, it is a big name taking someone away. I'm mean, a Hall of Famer, a huge, huge name. But whatever happened, you know, at CBS, what happened at NFL Network? I mean, he's bounced around a lot. He wears out his welcome. They don't they don't miss him when he's gone. You know, the Boomer and crew they didn't miss him. I don't even remember how long he lasted. But of course, Boomer liked Dion. I think he liked Dion better than Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Shannon Sharp was not his favorite either, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. That's not the biggest. That's not the biggest. Uh, Hold on, though. Running start following a one-year hiatus from the Diamond. Deion Sanders has rejoined the Reds and taken his game to a new level by Jerry Callahan. Yeah, want to do a reading? Just he pulls a black baseball cap down low on his forehead and slowly climbs aboard his Schwinn Express for the oh, one-mile right. ride home. Like. Schwinn, riding a Schwinn, which I always want. When I was a kid, I always wanted a Schwinn, but it was too expensive. I had to get hand-me-down girls' bikes because I had older sisters, and ah. I never, I never got the Schwinn. That's why I'm such an angry old man because I never got the Schwinn. That's I really why. Wanted. This is why his Reds teammates have long since left the building, but Elvis is still around as the clubhouse clock at Synergy Field hits midnight. Yeah, it was the two of us alone in the clubhouse past midnight. When he started uh, weeping, I don't know what paragraph do I get to the weeping? Is that? Uh, uh, I don't know. I have, I, let me do a search for it. Weeping, crying. Let's see. <laughs> Tears. Tears. Uh, Emo- uh, you know, I don't see anything here. What oh, was he really? crying? Oh, emotional. Uh, emotional. No, he said no. Um, football's weekly explosion is replaced by baseball's daily test of mental strength and concentration. Okay, so that's the difference. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you referenced it. I don't see it. Yeah, well, it sounds like a very well-written piece about a probably the well, I wouldn't say the the second most famous two sports star. Bo Jackson would be number one, and Dion would be number two. 
Uh, although, you know, Bo's not a Hall of Famer. He didn't stay healthy, and Dion is. And he's brag. he brags about it every chance he gets, brags about his yellow jacket and, uh, you know, throws it in the face of, you know, lesser humans like Tony Romo. Uh, but uh, we'll see how that goes. I predict it won't last a year. That's my prediction. Won't last a year. And uh, Portnoy will regret it because he'll turn on him. But we'll see. We'll see. All right. Today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Dave, I'm here with you again. People love that I was picking on you last ad. So we're doing this again. Let's do it. All right. So a lot of people have requested the guide. We're in the 700s, which is unbelievable. If you haven't got it, get your hands on it. But so many of you had. So now I think it's step two, right? What should people do now that they've read it? What do they do next? Dave, they've got to act. You know, we just had the best July in over 10 years. The market is priced to perfection. Uh, if you heard about the elections coming up, I've heard about this. Congress oh, oh you're, is, trying, you're trying to go back and forth right yes, now. Yes, okay, Congress good. is screwing up where it comes to the stimulus package right now. We tell you within this booklet where the market's going and how we're going to get there. So it's important. You've got it. Act on it. Act on it. That's what you got to do. So go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Get your hands on it if you haven't. If you have, act on it, whether that's call Dave, whether that's do more research for yourself, whatever you're going to do. Take the advice that's in the guide. Does that make sense? Take control of your retirement before the market does it for you, Dave. Ooh, that sounded good. Have you said that before? We're going to use that, I think. Yeah, I think you should keep that one. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. It'll last longer than the Kamala, Kamala, I keep I don't know if you saw this last night. I, uh, I did I mean, see it. Tucker Carlson. Did you see movie, huh? Did you see when Tucker starts a show and he's got 4 million people watching? I'm, I'm riveted because he is just must watch TV every night. He's got a real attitude to him now, real edge. And he does not like, uh, does not like the Biden Harris ticket. And he brings on this guy, Goldstein, uh, with, with rich Rick's Richard Goldstein, uh, uh an analyst who's on sometimes, a bald guy, and he's and he's not bad. He's feisty. And uh, Tucker starts with the obvious question of how you can pick someone as your running mate when she called you a racist and a sexual predator, essentially. It, it is a strange, strange marriage. Um, uh, and the, all, all Goldstein wanted to bitch about was how it, he was mispronouncing her name. And he warned and he, and he told everybody on, on Fox, you better get her name right because it's not. Kamala, it's Kamala, which <laughs> well, it is. Seem, does that seem like a, a disrespectful thing to you, Reamer? I think Tucker, because I did see the clip. I think Tucker was intentionally mispronouncing her name. I don't. Why? Like to insult her? Because I remember so this guy. Be- this, this guy who's very well researched. He does these elaborate monologues at the start of every show. He doesn't bother to check whether or not the democratic vice president nominee how to pronounce her name really come on he was purposely mispronouncing it it's not that different kamala kamala i was uh, i always thought like for years it was kamala remember it was kamala and then it became well that's what i thought too but i guess i was wrong uh, so what? It's close. It's not. Like, oh, that's her name. I mean, she might be the next vice president. You should get her name not, right. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, well, how is it pronounced? Kamala, right? Kamala. Yes. Good. Kamala. So we Kamala got it Harris. right. Good. We got. It. I got it right. You got I'm it right. Glad, I'm glad you're respectful. Thank you. Okay. Good. We're being respectful, Kamala. Now tell me how you can pick someone if you're Joe Biden. And I know 
it wasn't his call. I know the, another embarrassing Biden moment, and you and you got to look, you got to watch Fox to see it, or you got to uh, go online to see it. I'm sure all the networks were covering it up for him, but he had to read a script to call her and go down the script. It was humiliating, but that's how that's life with Biden in his basement in front of his laptop, reading the script. He's making an appearance with her today. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Are they going to just stand like 20 feet apart? There will be more Biden gaffes. He's incapable of doing anything without a gaffe. But choosing a woman who called you, who said she believed the women who accused you of sexual assault, sexual uh, impropriety. yes. Yes. She believes those women. I believe them, and I, I respect um, them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it. Do you believe that the vice president should enter this race? Oh, I, he's going to have to make that decision for himself. I wouldn't tell him what to do. So she believes Tara Reid, where uh, you know, Tara Reid claims that, that that Biden digitally assaulted her, um, believes her. And she called him a racist, essentially. Wow. So that that guy picked her. And now she's got it. Well, she, the, the rules are so screwed up. You don't, she doesn't have to answer these things because she, because the media, 99% of the media is on their team. If you saw the New York Times front page, I mean, I wouldn't, I haven't seen the paper. I wouldn't buy the paper, but it's all online. It's just one glowing thing after another. They called her a pragmatic moderate, which is utterly ridiculous. She's among the most radical uh, senators. She, you know, we saw her briefly run for the nomination. By the way, try looking at the results of uh, the primaries to see how she did. That's what I did. Do you know what the problem is? Well, she didn't make it to the primary. <laughs> she, she didn't make it to the first primary. She didn't make it to Iowa and New Hampshire. She pulled out in December. <laughs> but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. When you were in a position to make a difference and an impact in these people's lives, you did not. And worse yet, in the case of those who were on death row, innocent people, you actually blocked evidence from being revealed that would have freed them until you were forced to do so. There is no excuse for that. And the people who suffered under your reign as prosecutor, oh, you owe them an apology. So she was, so, so she was completely rejected by Democrats completely rejected. Well, well i mean she 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 exited early to uh to not go through you know a long slog i, I think when she saw that she wasn't a front runner immediately she just packed her bags and said i will retain my dignity yeah so and it worked because now she's on the ticket i guess that's one way of looking at it that she said if i get smoked like liz warren did liz warren finished third in her home state she was an utter disaster uh the voters rejected her but um, you would think if someone was that popular, well liked, she could hang in and at least, you know, make it to New Hampshire. But it didn't happen. Not even close. So that woman who had no traction in the primaries did not, you know, win the debates. Uh, is in California, which is not really America anymore. You know, like you don't, 
it, he doesn't need her to win California. I realize yeah. that's a lot of electoral votes. It's whatever, 55 electoral votes. He's going to win it anyway. He could pick anyone and win California. So it's there's no real st- strategic advantage. He just had to have a woman and he had to have a person of color. That's it. Wow. It's the ultimate identity politics choice. So how does that possibly energize the ticket? You tell me. Uh, well, You're I the mean, radical. I, I am. Well, I mean, that's why I'm not a huge Kamala Harris fan. I mean, she's she's a very moderate, like Biden kind of. You know, she has that. She was used to be, uh, you know, a district attorney in San Francisco, and her record as a prosecutor is pretty spotty. About uh, you know, letting people out of you know, she 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 was definitely pretty hard on crime. Um, but you know, I mean, is it energizing? No, but she at least is very telegenic and will be able to do a lot of TV interviews. And, and that is, uh, well, that's, that's true standard? for Biden. Yeah. I mean, he needs somebody to be out there in front of the cameras while he's, you know, in Wilmington. And so you know, that like, like Amy Klobuchar, I was looking at the results and she did much, much better, obviously. Oh, no, but that, she, she had no chance though. I mean, that, after, after we well, found because, out that she let Derek Chauvin go and, you know, she was very light on, or she, she was very light on police in Minneapolis. She had no shot. Uh, much did much better in the primaries. Obviously she's, uh, much uh, less dirt on her. I mean, again, I disagree. There's way more dirt. on 30 seconds. Well, I mean, you, it took 30 seconds for the Trump team to put together, you know, uh, online ads, videos of Kamala. I have to stop myself every time I say it, cause I don't want to be disrespectful of Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. Thank you. Oh, Kamala. Kamala. Jerry, it's not comma, like to put together these videos of her calling her calling the guy on top of the ticket a sexual predator. How how does that go away? I mean, I realize again, you there'll be no mention in you know Washington Post, New York Times. The cover up is in full full uh, high gear. Uh, But how does that go away before November? It doesn't. She she believes Tara Reid. She believes. Uh, Biden. Hold on. I don't know if she. Uh, I don't know if she said explicitly she believed Tara Reid. That story happened well after she had dropped out of the race. Well, I know, but she was asked, and and it's out there. You know, the the answer is out there. We're saying yes, I believe these women. Yes, that's that's an ad. I mean, obviously, it's already an ad. It's going to be an ad over and over again. And then when he, you know, uh, we know Biden's past, and he's he's got a real you know racist history he used the n-word oh, on on the senate floor i mean oh my god he, he, terrible. he, called, he called joe he called the uh, robert bird the kkk the leader he called him his his mentor wait and i thought I, I wait i thought hillary clinton said robert bird was her mentor so they too. both yeah, were mentored whole, oh wow, you wow. Know, the whole party embraced him Amazing. the whole party embraced him the guy was in the clan um that used to be called, one of your big lines about hillary robert bird was her sure. mentor he was. I mean, all of Bill Clinton's mentors were racists. I mean, it's it. Uh, was Jeffrey Epstein a racist? That hasn't been alleged. Other things have been alleged about um, him, but he did not. Well, no, this was a story the other day. He did not want. They had to be white. The girls had to be white. Really? And, yes, they had to be white. Unless he said, unless they are really spectacular or something. If, uh-huh. if they're if they're some other race. Here's a qu- strange question for you. Remember, we'll get to. All the flaws, all the issues in Kamala's, Kamala's, Kamala. Uh, it's not. What is wrong with you? Do you need I to take know. that dementia it's, it's test in my again? Head. It's in my head, Kamala. Um, we'll get to all the issues. She's a terrible candidate. This is a terrible choice. Uh, Trump was unfortunately gloating 
last night on uh, on Hannity and just I mean he's he's got to stick to a theme. He's got to stick to the law and order theme. But um, she is uh, the one thing I'll say. The one thing that uh, the one purpose she serves. It's the same thing I said if he had picked Liz Warren and obviously couldn't pick Liz Warren because she's whiter than I am even though she lied about her ethnicity for decades, mm-hmm. she, you know, she's too white. Can't have that. Um, but she's a fighter. She's feisty. She's, you know, she'll, she's a mean girl. You know, she'll go after Pence. She'll go after Trump mostly. And Biden needs that because he's incapable of doing that. Biden is, is feeble. Biden is uh, in cognitive decline. He needed somebody obviously younger than him, but than he, but he needed, a fighter and somebody with some life, somebody with a pulse. So she, she's got that going for her. I put that, I get the pluses and minuses in front of me, Rima. Oh, she has a pulse. pulse. Okay. That's she good. has a pulse. She is a fighter. She is not a great debater. I would never say she won the debates, but she could go on the attack. She went on the attack, unfortunately against Biden most memorably, but he has that going for him. She will fight. She will go you know she will hit go low she will attack trump oh she will oh and she will kill pence in their one debate yeah i think you're gonna lower here's what happens with pence people lower the bar and he outperforms he he's a good debater but you think he's not because he's kind of monotone and kind of boring and stiff (laughs) stiff you watch you watch you will he will exceed your expectations that's what i'm afraid of with biden the bar has never ever been lower for a candidate so biden um, just doesn't, you know, wet. If you don't see the big pea stain appear on his, in his crotch, you know, if, if Biden walks the right way when he walks on stage and doesn't wander off into the crowd, although there'll be no crowd, if he doesn't walk off into the camera, off the camera angle, you'll say, wow, he did great. He didn't stumble and fall like everyone thought. He didn't fall down and break a hip. You'll do, you say, know what, do you know what Kamala will do? She is going to prosecute the case against Donald Trump because she used to be a prosecutor. Right. That'll be it, right. And she'll yeah. go for the death penalty because she was a big fan of the death penalty. Well, that's what like- I mean. Yeah, she she was that. That's a that's a thing against her. Absolutely. But I mean, but- so Joe Biden, though, I mean, is less of a sexual predator than Donald Trump. So I, that would be my answer if I were Kamala Harris when asked about my but previous Mike comments. Isn't on the record saying he believes all the accusations against against uh, Trump. She is. She believes the women. And yet she's embracing him and uh, telling us he'll be a wonderful president. Yeah. But I want to get to her record. Touching. I want to get to her record because it is so, so uh, extreme. Her record is very extreme. But here's a weird question I haven't seen mentioned yet. She's not African-American. You know, well, she's no. She, well, she's a, her, her, her parents are Jamaican and Indian. Right. So they're like, there's, I mean, so technically, and I heard her called African-American like six times already in the last 12 hours. I mean, you people, you Democrats, liberals are really into identity politics. you got to admit that's why she that's why his choices were limited. Um, but does anyone mind that if you're trying to get the African-American vote? Does she do that? Does she energize African-Americans? Does she mobilize them even though? Her, her father's Jamaican, her mother's Indian, and there's no 
African American. There's no, she's not African American. Yeah, but she's a, but she, but she's a person of color, and there's is never been all, a. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm just asking. Is that all that matters? Well, not all that matters. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a person of color, so I don't know how significant it is. I imagine it would be significant to if I were a a black woman and Kamala Harris, uh, Kamala Harris. I'm so sorry, Kamala <laughs> Harris. It's so disrespectful. I need to be admonished. Uh, Kamala Harris may not be an African American, but she is a black woman. And if I were to see a black woman on the ticket, if I were a black woman, I would feel very gratified. I mean, because that is something that literally half a century ago couldn't have happened. I mean, it just wouldn't have happened. I mean, so it is I think it is a significant moment, but I don't know. I'm not black. Uh, but there were you know, obviously other women who were black, who uh, I mean, who were African-American that he could have chosen. Um, and she she's for reparations. But I got news for you, Kamala. You got to pay them. You don't get them. Oh, so I mean, what? I mean, you can be for so great. So that means she's a great <laughs> Democrat. She wants to pay right. more. She's for yeah. reparations, which is uh, just one of the many ridiculously extreme positions she holds, which you will be seeing. I, uh, it depends well, she, where you get your news. Where you get your, if you get your news from Facebook or Twitter, these things will be censored. You know, they will oh. be they will be removed. There will there will be an all out effort on the big tech companies to help Biden Harris across the finish line. So where do, so where do you go? First? Are you on Gab now, Jerry, that other social media site? No, Parler. 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 Are you on Parler? I'm on Parler, but I haven't gone there much. I haven't posted at all. I just signed up, but I'll, I will, you know, cause I'll get banned here. I've lost a lot of followers. I'm shadow banned, but I mean, Alex, this isn't even debatable. I, have, former- I haven't, I haven't actually seen uh, your tweets recently. Now that you mention it, Jerry. You're kidding. Are you still tweeting? Yes. Nope. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, yep. consider this. I mean, there's no arguing this. There's no great uh, – uh, there's no debate here. Her former press secretary, Kamala's former press secretary, is now an executive at Twitter and is the person who took down the Trump tweet about hydroxychloroquine last week or two weeks ago. So we know there's a direct connection. There is somebody – working for the Harris Biden ticket in, in a position of power at Twitter. So the get ready for it. Cause they're going to censor that crap out of Trump and of out of, you know, all his surrogates and James Woods and you name it. There's uh, this is going to be a big issue. And don't, I don't, you think that's a good th- don't you think that's a good thing for him in a sense though? Cause he always uses that stuff against them every single time. Like that's such an easy talking point to point out the relationship between her and Twitter's communication head there or whatever. It's so easy for him to be like, look at them censoring. See, look, this is rig. Look at them censoring me on Twitter. It's easy. And and I, that's why I don't think they should censor Trump because everyone sees it, knows it. I mean, when you're censor, he doesn't get censored. What are you talking about? I just explained it to you. I went and looked at it. There's literally a tweet from Trump, and it, they, they block it. There's like, and you can't, there's like thing blocked. Well, right, because he is the president, because he's spreading false information about that's coronavirus. Here. He's, you know, first basically, all, uh, he's Alex Guerrero in the Oval Office there, you know? First of all, that's not true. The, 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 the war against hydroxychloroquine is so bizarre. Uh, secondly, it's, at I, least- I, I would, I would say Trump's bizarre obsession with it is what really is strange. Uh, why people have been using it for 70 years it's as one doctor yeah, said yeah to cure malaria right uh, so what i mean it's less harmful than advil according to a doctor a doctor i believe who was censored one of those right. doctors and you take it uh i would why should i i don't think i if i would in a heartbeat why wouldn't you 
Was that is that the doctor who also thinks that like demon sex or something causes no, it's marital a different, issues? It's a, different, it's a woman, but it's not that woman. I know no, you don't like that woman because she's well. Black. She's well. She's good. Do you do you think she has good stuff to say? <laughs> the demon woman, no, but she's. I, I don't want to censor her. I mean, do you? I, that amazes me, Reamer. I mean, this is where I I agree with all of uh, the people listening now that you are freaking annoying. You you are in the media. You are a, a lunatic. You say I stupid do. stuff all the time, and yet you applaud big tech for censoring yes. people. What is wrong sen- with you? They should censor more. Are you serious? Oh yeah, I mean, because that that video, that hydroxychloroquine doctor video with the demon sex doctor a couple weeks ago. I mean, that was viewed like fourteen million times on Facebook. A total misinformation propaganda video for silliness. Well, so what? Why don't I, mean, uh, I disagree? But so what? Why don't you just refute it? Why do you want it censored? God, you are the problem. You because the, the people problem. can't help themselves. They don't understand good information for bad information. So big tech has to do it for them. Oh, so, so you applaud the fact that that there is a person at Twitter working for Kamala and Biden and trying to stop uh, the people from getting all the information. <laughs> no, what, that yeah. video, that, that aforementioned hydroxychloroquine video I mentioned was viewed on Facebook 14 so million times. So, Jerry, Jerry, so there's no... Real censoring because what's one of the most popular websites on Facebook? Breitbart, Daily Caller. These sites kill on Facebook. These are doctors, and you don't want them to have their their their, the chance to speak. It's amazing to me. The woman who thinks that demon sex causes. uh, I don't care. Well, yeah, and you you have some pretty crazy views too, Jerry. I I don't want to censor you. You know. I don't want to censor anybody. It's incredible to me that you support that. And we're going to spending the demon sex doctor. And maybe Cullinane's right. Maybe because it's Trump, it's going to help because they're going to look at it and say, we can't a vote for Biden. Harris is a vote for big tech, the big tech Silicon Valley crew. That's trying to uh, censor uh, not just conservatives, anything they don't like it. That, that is frightening. That is Orwellian. Explain to me, though, how, again, Breitbart is continually one of the most traffic sites on Facebook. Facebook I explain to you, if you do a search, we're not doing this again, Reamer. You know what? I don't think you're smart enough to handle this. Because if you Google Joe Biden, Breitbart doesn't pop up. Oh, God. Well, we did that last week. But guess what did come up? Oh, God. Fox Fox News came up when I searched Joe Biden. That's a right wing website. You didn't ask about Fox News. But anyway. We're, well, we're, I'm saying Facebook. I'm not doing this again with you. You're a friggin' idiot. You want that aforementioned video that you said you're, was was censored again gained 14 million video the, views you, on Facebook. You are one of the 14 loosest, million. You are one of the loosest cannons I know. You say crazy shit, and yet you want people censored. That boggles my mind. You need to rethink this, Reamer. You need to go back and. You know, look at all the things you've said, and 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 wonder if you, are you going to say something like that again? And what look, if what if the pendulum swings, and you know, the like my guys are the ones censoring. You want that because they'll be taking your stuff down in a heartbeat. They've censored anyway. me, but many times before your guys, they're after me all the time. I mean, listen, I just want correct public health information out there, and I want people to be able to vote comfortably from their homes and that's the information we should be getting out there on social okay. media okay yeah and you don't have to worry about it because no one's censoring your side there it is a one-way street nobody is censoring nobody's canceling your side it is a one-way street and i hope uh, colonnade's right and people w- realize it and it helps trump but we'll see let's look at the record for kamala i did it i got it yes kamala. you're very there you go
Yeah, now you're going to agree with the New York Times, which is really just comical. I mean, you got to look at the front page. It is laugh out loud funny. There's a picture of of Kamala that makes her look, you know, presidential. It makes her look like a supermodel. It just uh, the 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 mo- I mean, it had to be photoshopped just to make her look perfect, perfect. And four stories all don't need, to, don't need to photoshop that. I mean, she's telegenic, yeah, baby. Telegenic. Um, um, I don't know. You, uh, was she the best looking choice? I don't know. I'm a big Stacey Abrams fan. By the way, is Stacey you're, you're Abrams terrible. is she conceded yet, or is she still declaring the victory? That she's still pretending she's the choice. What for uh, vice president? Yes, yes. I was I into think- I was into Karen Bass. She loves Cuba, <laughs> socialism, Scientology. I'm not really down with, but well, everything else. Here's well, I'll give Kamala Kamala credit. She destroyed Karen Bass. She destroyed her. The oppo oppo research that was done on Bass in the last two weeks, I barely knew who she was. And then you kind of find out that she was like, you know, sleeping with the Castro brothers together in a threesome. Well, that's I mean, the reason to like her. <laughs> but uh, somebody, some political, I think it was Kyle Rove or somebody said it was 100% Kamala's team that destroyed Karen Bass. And they would have destroyed, uh, or they did sort of, uh, muddy up Susan Rice and made it uh, easier for Biden to choose her. They won that battle, that's for sure. But the uh, New York Times called her a pragmatic moderate, which is laughable. Well, I mean, she she is. Okay, stop, stop, stop. There is nothing moderate about her, nothing. Um, I want to start with my favorite. She said this on the record. She thinks Joe Karzarniev should have the right to vote. Now, I realize, you know, they're going to win Massachusetts. It doesn't matter. But a guy who blew up the marathon, murdered four people, um, injured 264, blew the limbs off of 19 of our, uh, you know, of our friends and neighbors. She thinks that guy should be able to vote. And I think I know why, because he'd vote for Biden Harris. But what compels a human he, he, being? He's always been a big Democrat. Joe yes, he's been very active in recent years. Being, from what jail. compels a human being, Reamer, to say, Yes, this evil monster, this bastard, should have a right to vote. Well, I mean, I need to look up and see exactly what you said. I'm not really trusting you as a source. Was she uh, maybe talking about felons in general and someone put those words in her mouth? No, they asked about – it was uh, Don Lemon, I think. It was Don Lemon, I think, and he said – Well, yeah, she uh, backtracked, though. She, she, yeah, he yeah. said, should the Boston bomber get the road? And she said – I think we should have that discussion. I'm going, what? Oh, sure. All the discussion. I mean, honestly, Jerry, yeah, everything that's discussion so- ends. It, should he have the right to vote? Here's how long this discussion right, should go. Right. Of course not. All right, that's fine. Me. I mean, so, I mean, honestly, though, everything that's fucked up in this country, honestly, that's an issue that I don't care about at all. I mean, if that's okay. the best you, if, if, if that's the best you have, then it's going to be a long three months for you. That is not the best. That is just one. That's my favorite, I said, but oh, okay. she was. Uh, she believes in a uh, national ban on plastic straws. <laughs> this is not a serious. Well, we need more. In, we need more industry in this country, so we could. We have to create new straws somehow, right? So you ban the plastic ones, and it's yeah, a job. Have, have you tried uh, paper ones, Reamer? Have you it's tried? It's fine. Them? I know we've had this discussion for a long time. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not seven years old. I can handle drinking out of a paper straw. Oh, I can't. I hate it. Um, she wants to ban oh. red meat. Talk about red. Uh, she wants to have a national dietary restrictions where uh, we limit consumption of red meat. This so is. That, I mean, have, did, have you seen Game Changer on Netflix? I have not. You should watch it. You'd be into it. You like fitness and health and nutrition. Uh, eating red meat is one of the worst things you can do for your health. 
Well, I, I don't know. Uh, are we going to have that discussion? I'll have that discussion. I mean, so you want the government to ban things that are bad for you? Well, I mean, red meat, every, we would all be – and also, Jerry, as we talk about, it's killing the world, killing the earth, global warming. Oh, that's right. We'll get to – next thing on the uh, agenda, co-sponsor of the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal, which is estimated to cost $93 trillion. I believe you know our uh, budget is like $20 trillion, so it would be four or five times the annual budget to spend uh, refitting the entire country, banning – you know, combustible engine, banning planes, planning cars by 2050. It is completely radical, insane yeah. stuff. Just insane. Uh, but yeah, as you know, as you know, that's Mark and AOC's deal. Kamala was just hopping on. She was a co-sponsor. She believes in the Green New... She's on the record saying, yes, yeah. I believe in the Green New yeah, Deal. She believes in whatever gets her Twitter applause. That is my big criticism about Kamala Harris. I mean, I, she, I think Tucker last night called her, you know, like a hollow candidate a hollow ticket and i mean i will say i mean i don't think she's very uh firm in her convictions like biden she's very malleable which is why i think ultimately they're a good match despite what she said about him correct i i agree that she was uh she's not you know necessarily a true believer like karen bass true believer karen bass is a you know hardcore socialist and uh um kamala says what she has to say Sleeps with whoever she has to sleep with. Oh, you know, stop. Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, 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 oh, that's Willie disgusting. Brown. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying Willie Brown is disgusting. I don't even know what the man looks like. But, I mean, that oh, was he's... ridiculous. It was a short thing. It was 10 years <laughs> after he was already separated from his wife. It was. It was. And he was that 60 is, and she was like 27 that is, or something. That is sexist garbage. And that, and that is not the reason why she is where she is today as a U.S. senator. Come on. Well, come on. So you think? Well, you know what? That won't be a campaign issue. You don't have to worry about it. But Willie Brown. Oh, you don't think Donald Trump is is a, he, he should campaign no, on never, infidelity or never, anything? <laughs> he has not slept his way to the top, and you know he's never slept with someone outside of marriage. He's been divorced a couple of times, but he's never cheated. That won't be an issue. Don't have you don't have to worry about it. Uh, it's just funny, you know, that Willie Brown, who's uh, what was he thirty years older than she is, something like that, thirty five years older, and kind of you know creepy but whatever whatever it takes anyway knows no age restrictions okay um this we'll go back to this um she wants to ban trump from twitter she's like you and that is uh, ban him and she brought it up in the debate and she pressed other candidates and says we'll you know answer the question should we ban the president of the united states from tweeting i don't know why you'd want to do that because he's a very uh uncomfortable awkward Twitter, I think I wouldn't do that if I were you guys. I wouldn't ban her from Twitter. How about this one? This, I mean, I know you'll probably defend it, but it's insane. She compared ICE, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, hardworking public servants protecting our borders to the KKK, to the Ku Klux Klan. That is vile. That is offensive to me and any decent person that you'd call these people, compare them to the KKK. That's sick. You going to defend that one? I don't think she really means it. I think she was just looking for the retweets. It's true. I, I mean, you look at her. You look. You look at her record as a prosecutor. Um, you know, I think she's pretty firmly in the law and order camp, and she kind of. I'm sure she's evolved some over the years, but I think she more just says what she needs to say. I'm. Well, I, I'm totally honest with you. Uh, yeah, I mean the uh, Tulsi Gabbard attack on her, which I've seen like ten times in the last few hours is just vicious, and she just uh, disembowels her. Talks about how. 
She kept people in prison because the state needed the free labor. Talked about keeping people on death row, even when she knew they were innocent. It's, it just makes her seem like the, the most insensitive. And indeed, you know, you could make the leap easily. I know you would if we were a Republican that it's racist or, you know, the way she put people in prison for, for weed. That is not going to be a big theme because right now law and order is kind of uh, Trump's issue. It's kind of the issue for Trump uh, Pence, not for, so I don't think you want to attack her necessarily on law and order and say she was putting too many people in prison. Maybe, or you, you know, she favored the death penalty. That's not the tact you want to take if you're a, if you're a Republican, but because there's plenty of other things to attack her on. I'm well, Trump will the- do it, though. I mean, Trump is so disingenuous. Yeah. I mean, Trump will run to the left on Kamala and Biden because with the 94 crime bill on crime, because he'll say he passed reform. Even well, though, he does, you know, and, and he talks about criminal justice reform because he released, you know, Alice Johnson and a few other people. <laughs> right, right. I mean, he released like I, five people. And he's, yes. I think he did it because uh, uh, – Jenner, uh, what's her face? Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian like yeah. rubbed up against him in the Oval Office when she went Probably. in. <laughs> and I don't blame him. You know, Kim Kardashian rubbed up against me. I might do whatever she asked. Jerry, me. we need you to do a live reading. Speaking of uh, rubbing up against stuff, we need to do a live reading of WAP. Oh, Christ. Yeah, we, I know what. Don't we, get, we don't need to do hey, that, Dave. Why, why is Ben Shapiro so scared of saying the P word? Why did I, why am Cause I? Because he's, he's such a dork. <laughs> I didn't say it. So I guess I'm I not, um, yeah. It is, the, I mean, okay, well, I, I, let's finish up on Kamala because here's my question for you. Last question. Oh, actually, Jerry reading, well, ah, we need that. There was a guy, and I'm going to ask you, I mentioned that she's not African American. Does anyone care? A guy came on. I think it was Laura Ingram last night. And he said, Kamala's father is the descendant of the largest slave owner in Jamaica. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? Um, and he was a big, I think he was some kind of, you know, a mogul in uh, Jamaica. So maybe in a, a Jamaican slave mogul. Nice. I mean, what's Jamaica? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But does that become, does that become a story anywhere? that his father, that her family owned slaves in Jamaica? If it was true, yeah. I don't know if it's true. Who was is, who is this man who said it on the reputable Laura Ingram show? I, it's a good question. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if uh, she actually said it. After he said it, he said, we haven't verified that. We'll, we'll try to verify that because it seems so bizarre. But in November, I looked this up in November. She pulled out in uh, December, I believe, of the race, right? There was a poll of black voters in November. This is less than a year ago. This is whatever it is, 10 months ago, uh, nine months ago. Black voters in November, Democrat. Biden, 43. Bernie, 20-something. Liz Warren, 6%. Kamala Harris, 5%. She was polling behind Liz Warren among black voters. So how does she deliver the black vote? Well, they're already they're already with Biden. I mean, as they should be. I mean, the other guys are racist. So, I mean, I think that's pretty right, easy. I'm glad that's some real solid political analysis. <laughs> what? It's true. I mean, Trump is a racist. None of his policies. I mean, this is a guy who tweeted just two weeks ago about how there'll be no more low income housing in the suburbs. Enjoy, everyone. I mean, this guy's not even. Hiding oh, that's right. And, and that's what he said. If you don't vote for him, you ain't black. Right. Oh, no, no. That's what he said. That oh, unlike so, unlike stay, Hispanics, stay, black, stay. unlike Hispanics, blacks all think alike. Is that? Oh no, that wasn't him either. 
say, say, say. See, that's just say, say, say. Those are words. You know how you say they can't, Trump can't use the sexual predator argument? Well, Biden can't use the racist argument because he has a longer, richer history of racial uh, 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 remarks, comments than Biden, than Trump or anybody else in this race. That's for sure. But uh, you're uh, right. He totally does. Cause he's definitely said that white supremacists are very fine people. Uh, yes. well, Trump never said that, but he did say KKK was his uh, leader. Was I his know mentor. mentor. I know Robert Bruce seems like a great guy, Robert. What was his opinion on LGBT rights? Um, uh, who Biden or Trump? What are we talking Bird. about? Robert Trump Bird. As much. I don't think he was for them. I don't think he was for them. But Trump is much more progressive in LBGT rights than Biden has ever been. Yeah, know? he only you know banned transgender people from the military. Oh, and, another uh, issue. Oh, glad you brought that up. Something you and I, I'm sure, are not going to agree on. She introduced legislation to make it uh, to I don't know if it's uh, to to allow transgender students to compete as their chosen sex or whatever chosen gender which means she supports biological males dominating girls oh, sports God. in high school now you and i have argued about this many times but i'll just ask i know how i know how you feel and you know how i feel how do most of america feel about this when they see biological males who have transitioned dominating girls sports in high school how does the average voter in wisconsin feel about that I don't, honestly, with uh, more than 160,000 dead Americans and us in an economic depression, I don't think they really care. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, these 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 girls, they want to play sports as girls, and they I don't think normal people have a problem with that. I do. Once you think about it in that way, I certainly do, and I think polls will show, if, if, you know, that that they disagree with you and Kamala and agree with. Uh, me and, and well, it's God. about it's about inclusion you know it's about inclusion at the end of the no, day it's about, domination. It's about denying so. science you people you people and you like to deny science science says uh biological males are, are are superior in certain physical endeavors to biological females and we've seen it in track and field over and over and over again only a crazy person thinks I mean, I still think girls matter. I know you don't. I don't care about girls. Well, I never. I do not really care about girls. You are correct there. <laughs> uh, speaking of girls, I, you totally blindsided me with this. I didn't do my uh, research, but WAP. You want to do a reading? Are you going to be Carly B? Cardi I'll B. Be, I'll be Cardi B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get Cardi the B. Who, um, in this cancel culture age, cancel culture climate, it is amazing. Cardi B is a former stripper who made a fortune stripping and has admitted to drugging and robbing guys admitted it not that long, not that long ago. She's not that old. And it's like a funny thing, you know? Yeah. She drugged and robbed guys. Can you imagine if a guy, in fact, imagine if it was an old crazy comedian. who was kind of like a, uh, I don't know, like America's dad. And he admitted to drugging and raping women. Well, oh, I mean, he did and he, well, he didn't admit it, but he got caught and he's in prison for the rest of his life. Cardi B jokes huh? about it, talks about it. And it's like not even an issue. Well, they don't, nobody, you, you, nobody has an ass like Cardi B. I mean, you got a <laughs> booty like you can get away with a lot. And I mean, when you hear her talk, it is scary. She just sounds so you know, like crazy. She's going she's gonna to be a surrogate for Biden uh, Harris. 
Can we? Can we? I don't know if Dave was prepared for this, but can we hear some Cardi B? Uh, it. It. You would you like to hear WAP right now? Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, it, it, is, a little, it is a little uh, vulgar, unfortunately. But uh, hold on. can, can we, your audience handle it? Can your we, audience yes. of Snowflakes handle this, Jerry? Yes, I don't we know. Can a little WAP. <laughs> there's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There you go, Jerry. There's some whores. That's that's what that's. I'm singing the lyrics, by the way. Not you know. I'm not. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yes. Seven days a week. Go, Jerry. Ass puss. Make yeah, that I don't one. know the words. The cool thing about today's show is we're testing technology with a new uh, partner of the show, and there's no way that this would air with said partner on the show. Right. Just to, to confirm that. Well, if you played, yeah, I, I, get, just get her talking. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but her doing an interview, just talking about whatever, anything is just insane. She's just so she's crazy she's vulgar and she's, uh, unapologetic. I guess I'll give her credit for that. And that's, uh, she's warping the young minds, poisoning the young female minds in America. Hopefully womp, she womp, got- baby. It's the song of the summer. If there was a summer, do you think she'll be out on the campaign trail? Cause she's probably a big Biden Kamala supporter. That's what I said. She's going to be a surrogate. A surrogate. There's, that could mean a lot of things with uh, with uh, Cardi B. It certainly can. Uh, but uh, I want to get to a couple of other things. College football is uh, mm-hmm. it's not canceled. Some of it's canceled, which is crazy. But it's become such a political thing. It's kind of funny to watch. I want to uh, I want to talk about that and the insanity of of just not letting college kids play a sport. But first, I'm going to tell you about Shake Concrete. This is for you homeowners and home builders. Did you know that Shake Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you knew that. They got the best selection of precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair in an old home, Shea has great values designs for any home. Available in concrete or you can customize with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove your old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. All you do is sit there, look out the window, crank the AC. They do all the work. Within hours, your house is worth more. Your house looks better. It is an easy, no-brainer way to improve the value of your house, to upgrade your home. Uh, Give it some thought. Check it out. Learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And if you want, check out, see what they got for jobs. Maybe there's a job there for you. It's a good company, Ooh. a great place to work. You can check out the, what they got to offer at SheaConcrete.com, or you can just send your resume to jobs at SheaConcrete.com. Now, now, here's here's why. I'm, I'm going to predict. I've not talked to Alex in a week, and I don't know exactly what he thinks about this. He's a sporty guy, sports guy. He writes sports for out sports. This uh, weekend, baby, CBS Sports Radio overnights, Friday night and Saturday night. Wow. So you will be talking some serious college football. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to be talking NBA, the bubble. NBA, the bubble, and that, that'll uh, NHL. That'll be fun because you'll be dealing with a lot of drunk people on Friday and Saturday night. I, assume, right? I hope so. I've, I've, I've done – 
I hope so. Yeah, I hope I hope you get wild and, and, and crazy and call, you know, yep. CBS Sports Radio. I'd be talking about the NHL, right? You'd be talking and and you know what the best argument for playing sports is the National Hockey League, a contact sport. God knows uh, they exchange blood and sweat and tears. The NHL tested 18,000 people in the last couple of weeks. 18,000 personnel, players, coaches, everyone else. Do you know how many did you did you follow the story, Alex? How many positive tests? I'm well aware. Zero. Zero. Yeah, Zero. Same, same in the NBA, same with the WNBA, we think. Same with Major League Soccer. Do you know why, Jerry? Because all those sports are in bubbles. That's why. Uh correct. And you know what? Um, you do your best to keep them uh bubbled, bubbled up. Um, and there's plenty of things you can do. <clears throat> but here's what's nuts. The Big Ten has, I think, canceled the season, although there's Reports of them having second thoughts. The Pac-12, I think, has canceled the season. Schools from the Big Ten, like Ohio State, are talking about finding some opponents, playing SEC teams, which would be fascinating. I'm not sure how much planning you need to do because it's, you know, August, whatever it is, August 12th. Um, it's not that far off. I know the season will be delayed, but It'll be fascinating to see if teams like Ohio State and Nebraska just say, screw it, we're suiting up and we're going to play anyone, anytime. Because I don't think the SEC is can't. Everyone thinks that the SEC, or a lot of people think it'll be the next domino to fall. I don't think so. They are dug in their heels. You've heard from Saban and you've heard from uh, Coach O, and they're ready to play or at least try. What people who uh, don't want this to happen, we know why, because they don't want, Trump to win. Simple as that. They don't want to play college football. They don't want anything to go back to normal until November 3rd. That is, I think, in dis- in, not in dispute. But here's what, if you don't want college football, if you're one of these hysterical people who thinks, you know, we're all going to die, so don't play college football, they're going to go back to school at these schools. They're going to go back, most of them. So you're going to tell me at Michigan there's going to be how many students in Michigan, like, you know, 30,000 or something. They're all going to go back to school. They're going to go back to class. The kids on the football team are going to go to the gym. They're going to work out. They're going to play pickup hoops. They're going to go in the locker room. They're going to go to class. They're going to go to the library. They just can't play football. I mean, what sense does that make? Well, I mean, I think you would say that there's more risk to playing football because you're in such intimate contact with people and you would be traveling as well to different cities, different states. No, not much. You don't travel much. You know, say you played the shortened season, say it's 10 games. That means five trips, all of them one night only. That's it. It's not like baseball where you're in a city for five days. So the travel is limited. And, in, you know, in some cases, like Division Three, they canceled all them too. They don't care that kids, you know, uh, you know, had their dream was to play football. Seniors, one more season. They don't care about the kids. They care about the politics. And this is another way. They know Trump is 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 demanding or begging them to play, so they don't want to play. But it doesn't make a lot of sense to let kids go back to school and just say you could do all those things. You just can't do this. This this one little activity, football. Which well, is, it's, again, it's not just one little activity. I mean, you're in such close, intimate contact with so many people. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's not just well, a little activity. Let's not just dismiss well, well, it. Why not try? Why not try? And if there's a big outbreak and half the team is infected, 
then you say we gave it a shot. It didn't work. Well, because they don't get because they because again, these students will be going back to campus. Yes, in some cases, but they will be adhering to or supposed to be adhering at least while they're on campus to strict social distancing requirements. It's obviously impossible to do in football, and you know the reason why. I mean, the Big Ten cancels. One of the reasons is they found out that players who had COVID, college ball players, a few of them had serious heart issues afterwards, and that's the problem jerry with college football these players are not paid professionals they are not paid at all so are you going to risk their health like that for what do you mean again they're, no compensation they're, they're, um they're adults they're young but they're adults they make a choice they don't have to play in fact if they i'm sure they would allow them not to play and keep their scholarships but they want to play you've seen it you know the hashtag we want to play trevor lawrence led the way with that um they want to play. So you're going to be, you know, you're going to be their, their mommy and their daddy and say, no, this is too risky for you. It's, just, it's a very hard, football. Jerry, if there are even a handful of players who not, who, let's not even say die from COVID, but suffer serious co- complications and serious heart complications after which college football players have had, then that's really hard. I mean, that's well, a they, very I mean, they're ser- they're college football players every year. They're kids with serious heart problems, then it, it, it happens. I've read about this. It is not uh, exclusive to, to COVID. They but not heart- due to an but Jerry, but, but if you play football, certain injuries such as head trauma, that is understood with playing the game. That is unavoidable. Playing football in the midst of a pandemic is different. Well, you don't have to play. Again, it's your choice. But, you know, these football players are very young, strong people. And physically, I mean, they're physically in extraordinary shape. So they're not going to have a problem. You know? So what happens if they just play, like um, go to practice? Because that's what they're doing. Even the teams, uh, well, Ryan Day, the, the Ohio State coach, said we're practicing. I think it was our boss said, like tweeted out, we're going to practice. We're doing everything like we're going to play, even though it was canceled. So they're going to practice, you know, they're going again in the locker room, in the, in the, in the cold tub, in the, in the shower, they're living like they're college football players. And you're just going to tell them that one game on, on Saturday, you can't have that because people might die. It's ridiculous. It's hysterical. And I think at this point, most people, um, you know, a lot of people have read up, they know the risk and they're willing to take the risk, especially 20 year old, healthy people. They're like, okay, um, um, you know, I know I might get COVID and I might have to sit in my open, you know, my dorm room for two weeks, but I'm willing to take that chance. This is a dream for a lot of these kids, not just the kids who are going to the NFL, but you know, this is like the highlight of their life. They're playing college football and maybe they're senior and they have one last chance and it's just taken away from them for pol- political reasons. I'm convinced if it weren't an election year, if it weren't, you know, Trump versus Biden, they'd be playing. Well, I will say that a lot of this school argument and even college football, I mean, and 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 politics, I mean, Trump and that, I mean, from Jim Jordan to Kelly Loeffler, Ben Sassy, I mean, that is also politicizing this debate, which is a shame because it shouldn't be. We're talking about the kids, Jerry. We're talking about kids. I agree. The kids who want to play. I mean, they want to play. It's insane that you take it away from them because they might get something that does not kill them. It does not. A lot of times they don't even know they have it. I mean, they're, they're willing to take that risk. They should be allowed to take that risk. And it's, and to me, when they say, Oh, it's all about the money. You think it's all about the money for, for college football player. You know what it's like. These kids are, you know, they're, 
it, it's their identity. They're, you know, they love it. They, they want to play football. It's what they love to do. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great game. It's part of their life. And it's just taken away from them. And they say, okay, go to school. You can go lift. You can go run. You can go play pickup basketball. You just can't play football. It's just I know, long. but I, I've, re- I've referenced this a couple of times, but I'll read it exactly to get it correct. A rare heart condition that could be linked to, that could be linked with the coronavirus is fueling concern among Power 5 conference administrators about the viability of college sports this fall. So this heart condition was found in at least five Big Ten conference athletes uh, so they weren't fo- they were just football players. They were athletes. Are you um, are you reading from the New York Times now? No, I'm reading from I'm reading from ESPN. Um, it, it is, and I, I mean, so 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 I'm saying so that so that is why because you're right, Jerry. The vast majority of not just football players but athletes would be fine if they contracted COVID. You're right, but not everybody would, and that is the choice that they have to make. And I don't blame them for saying we're not well, going to make this choice. Well, the, the kids could bow out, opt out, just like they did in the NFL, just like they did in baseball, just opt out. You don't have to play and keep your scholarship. I mean, it just seems like a, a, a political thing. Kids, we all agree. Kids have to, should be back in school. Even Democrats, after they did some polling said kids should be back in school, oh, yeah. college kids, high school kids, everybody, Schumer, Cuomo, everybody agrees. Kids should be back in school. And they're taking all these measures. <clears throat> I saw the plan for my son's school and they're, you know, the desks are all 10 feet apart and you have to wear a mask in class. And if you need to sip of water, you have to leave class and go out like you're going to the restroom to sip your water. You can't take your mask off and sip your water. Teachers are going to be doing lectures with masks on, which is going to be a little weird. Well, it certainly will be weird and uncomfortable and inconvenient. But if that's, you know, I, I think at this point, we know that the virus spreads indoors. That's where you really have to be careful. And, you know, if it's wearing a mask to get them back in school, I think that's a trade off that, you know, we have to make. Well, no question. I'm not. I'm just telling you, it's going to be weird. One of the so they had a thing for parents, this informational thing. And one of the questions, parents were asking questions about, you know, what happens if they test positive? They have to leave, which is nuts. If they test positive, they have to leave immediately. They're not even allowed to get their stuff. Someone else has to get their stuff. So they have to go home and infect their parents and grandparents. There should be, every campus should have a quarantine, you know, a mechanism in place where they can quarantine kids and not send them home. Again, I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. It's crazy to say a kid gets infected and you send him home. Where oh, you're going can... to keep him locked up for like 10 days in school. Yes. yes. That's, like, that sounds like torture. Have you seen like modern day dorms? They get like sweets. And, no, but I'm talking I mean, about high school, high school. Oh, no, I was talking about college and, and oh. my son's college. But one of the questions from one of the parents, which we were laughing about was, will it be easy for students to, um, rat out their fellow students will it be a tip line an anonymous tip line oh, if they God. see someone who's not social distancing or not wearing his mask so a parent is trying to make it easy for his child son or daughter to rat out his fellow students that i'm telling you, you people, seems like that'll be a blast what a fun what a fun guy <laughs> okay yes we'll have a we'll have a rat line set up yeah and, and, you know call and say so and so i just saw him he took his mask off and took a sip of water in class and then they'll send what the, the, the patrol, like Charlie Baker's got a, a patrol, like a mask patrol is going to be roaming around Massachusetts. We'll I was going to say, if you think, if you think Charlie Baker's getting a lot of dick pics, then think of the, the universities. That's true. <laughs> that, that, that tip line, the email uh, is going to be ugly. Yeah, we, yeah we, we want less police involvement, but we want police to be out there, you know, uh, chasing people down to wear masks. It is, it is frightening. Then, yeah. And I mean, 
I know some people, it'll, they don't think you should wear masks at all. I've said it. You should wear them when you go to Target. You should wear them when you, when you have to wear them. But when you're out jogging or riding a bike, it's, it's, you look like an idiot wearing a mask. And uh, I just read an article, by the way, that said cloth or cotton masks are, are worse than nothing. And I have one. I have one of these uh, things that you pull up. You know, yeah, like I have a buff. Yeah. A buff or a gator. Those, I read this article said they're worse than using nothing. <laughs> so, you know what, though? I mean, I wear it like when I run around Castle Island, M Street Beach. And you South wear it over Boston. your mouth and your nose? No, I mean, when I'm around people, I pull it up because, I mean, it makes them feel better. I mean, then fine. I mean, whatever. Then I pull it down when I'm away from them. Good. I knew you would. You're too uh, concerned about your fellow citizens. but uh, I am. I'm, a, always, I'm a humanitarian. You know This that. is going to be wild, though, that some of the teams are going to play and try to set up games. And, you know, it's going to be like last minute Nebraska is going to go play whatever, uh, whoever, Texas Tech at the last minute because they have an opening. And, the, and, and it's going to be chaos, which will be fun for sports fans. But the idea that you just cancel everything and hope people will, uh, you know, just to follow all the guidelines. They're college kids. They're not going to follow the guidelines. In fact, there was one thing. Was it the CDC that said you should wear a mask while having sex? Did you read that one? I did. Well, Georgia, University of Georgia. Oh, that's right. You're right. University of Georgia put out a thing that said, and they didn't have a picture of like two people kissing and they had masks on. Well, I told you it's the, it's the return of glory holes. I'm down for experimentation. I mean, it spices up. You get to spice it up a little bit, you know, change things up. College, a college kid who's had like a, like a dozen uh, natty lights (laughs) is going to say, Oh, hold on. I got to get my mask. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it's, well, as I, I, it's the return of the glory hole potentially. (laughs) Uh, and and we talked about it a month ago how the the big teams Alabama and uh, Clemson LSU were trying to get their kids all infected in the spring so they could get it over with. Are kids still trying to get infected and get it over with? I'm sure some are absolutely. I mean, I, but I don't think that's bad. I mean, we got to talk about risk mitigation. I mean, look, abstinence, as we learned from you know, the, all your people, the crazy Christian conservatives, is never the right policy. So, look, college kids are going to have sex. So let's find out the best ways to mitigate their risk. And if mask wearing is that, then yeah, I, I, tweeted this out, I tweeted this out last night. It made me laugh out loud. Um, the uh, it's it's in Wisconsin, um, and it's the Department of what Department of Natural Resources announced that <laughs> that his employees are all required to wear masks at home during Zoom calls. <laughs> they they have to wear masks during Zoom calls when they're sitting at home alone. Tucker brought on the new guy in the task force, Scott Atlas, who's really good, and uh, talked about this, and he couldn't help but laugh. I mean, it, they said it it's not to stop the spread. It's to set a good example. Example yeah. for whom? Well, the other people on the Zoom call. So what kind of example does that set? You're sitting home by yourself, and you're going to wear a mask? <laughs> I like the people who wear a mask when they're driving their own car. By themselves. Alone. Yeah. With the windows down and they're in, or, or they're they're texting and they don't have their seatbelt on, but they're wearing a mask. It's very important. Were you impressed that your guy, your candidate, Joe Biden, proved that he could ride a bike the other day? I'm impressed with whenever Joe Biden can stand up. Yeah. He rode a bike with a mask on and no helmet on. And he managed to do it without falling down after like a hundred yards. And that uh CNN, the folks at CNN, Brian Steltler was very impressed, said he proved that he could do something physical 
But uh, well, Biden actually seems to be in decent shape for someone who's seventy. You know, however, seventy-seven, seventy-eight. Not most physical shape, by the way. The riding the bike has nothing to do with it. It's mental acuity. You know I that. Actually, I actually think you overreacted earlier to the to the Biden script thing, the the picture going around. I mean, don't you think that that's a that's a moment that many politicians have kind of a, a scripted out idea of how they're going to? Yeah, of course. Of I, come well, on. The scandal was that MSNBC photoshopped it out. The script. Oh. They photoshopped it out of the picture. They are trying. They were trying so hard to defeat the big bad orange man. It's kind of embarrassing. And but, I'll give uh, them credit too. The uh, the upside down phone move. That's a must. Let's not give them shit about that. You have to do that on speakerphone. You have to. You have to. Oh, go. Well, the, the gaffes have only just begun. Today he's going to make an appearance with Biden uh, with with Kamala. I got it right with Kamala, and there'll be many, many more gaffes. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the next 80, what is it, 83 days? Unfortunately, you know, this little virus is, you know, throwing a kind of monkey wrench into the works here, but no, does the virus, taking, does the virus taking out all the fun. Does the virus help the debate ratings, do you think? I, I'm, I'm all over the place with, like, ratings on I, I was thinking oh, the debate ratings are going to be massive. You think um, so? I mean, look at Tucker and Hannity. They're crushing the NBA and NHL and Major League Baseball. They get like four times the viewers on a nightly basis, uh, Tucker does, than, than LeBron does. It's Sports doesn't seem real. We talked about it many times. It seems kind of contrived. It seems kind of you know, preseason-ish. People aren't embracing it. Maybe it'll build up to the you know championship and it'll change. Maybe football will change everything. But people are into this blood sport of politics right now. Not just me and you, Alex, but lots of people are into well, we this. Had, last, last cycle, we had the best and the worst, right? We had the, the best presidential debate ratings of all time. And then we had, I'm not gonna, I am not—I don't think it was obviously the worst uh, VP debate ratings, but it was the lowest in a significant amount of time. Yeah, I, I don't think Pence is a big uh, ratings draw. No, you don't think so? He's not an electric. Uh, no, but he balances the ticket. He's got a, you know, he's got a lunatic at the top of the ticket. And you need ba- Pence to kind of balance things out. And I guess that's what Biden's doing too. He's so Here's the question though. Would Mike Pence debate Kamala? Because as we know, he can't be alone in a room with a woman who's not his wife. <laughs> that's a good question, Reamer, by you. A rare good point. Um, I don't know. Doesn't it, I don't know how that all works. Is the moderator going to be in the room? Can't they just stand 10, 15 feet apart? Isn't that what they normally do in a debate anyway? When you have two candidates like Hillary and Trump, Remember, he walked behind Except her. Except he like, was leering over. Yeah. Yes. So, so if he just stays on his set, can't they have that big plastic thing they have in the grocery stores, the big plexiglass? Like dividers. <laughs> they're like up at that. Yeah. Trump can like breathe on it and it'll get all steamed up and he'll like stare at Biden and Biden will lose his way. I'm telling you, I'm, I already have my expectations are way, way too high. I'm expecting like just the most insane, entertaining uh, night and I don't know if it's going to happen. Maybe it'll be boring. Maybe it'll be let down. But your the ratings will be through the roof. It'll be bigger than anything but the damn Super Bowl or uh, maybe the you know AFC title game. It'll be huge, huge. I mean, think of well, it. The Lakers might play the Blazers in the first round. Yeah, first round of what? The playoffs. <laughs> oh, that I'm still not. I still don't quite understand what's going on. The Bruins are playing at 11 a.m. for some reason, but. Uh, 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. That's a well, they lost. Deep. They lost three games in a row. So we'll see if they can win now. Let's hope so, right. Reamer. Let's hope so. Let's go bees. Uh, actually, no. Do I? I I, I, I still like the bees, but uh, you can still like root them. for them. You can still root for the Hawks. You, you don't have to. You don't have to support the front office or anything. I don't like have to support the front office or the Boston yeah. Globe, right? 
Okay. Yes, I, and I will say this: that hockey game last night, five overtimes, as exciting as you can get, and it it didn't hit me. And I'm a hockey guy, so I I don't know. We'll see if my hometown team does it for me. But uh, how often did they clean the ice? Uh, every period. Yeah. So they had five overtimes. Yes. And they they brought the zamboni out after each one. That is correct. Yes. And no no shootouts. They just don't do them. Nope, not in the playoffs. No. Oh, Got a score goal. Got a score. Oh, I'm all in now. I'm all in now. All right, Reamer, you got anything good to read on uh, Forbes.com or OutKick? Or Okay, I'm not an OutKick. You would love that. I'm not an OutKick, the Out coverage. Sports, I'm sorry. I get those websites. I know. So, I mean, Trump. So, Tr- Portnoy gets a Trump interview. Clay Travis now even gets a Trump interview. When does Jerry Callahan Well, if you were listening to the Callahan podcast yesterday, we had Trump, too. We did. We did. Um, I know. I mean, yeah. when he is he coming? He played it in the background, and the whole world got to hear it. So. <laughs> when is he coming on again is the question. Um. Everyone's How asking will, me. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, no, go you ahead. go ahead. No, what's everyone's asking? What's everyone asking you? What's everyone asking you? I know. I was just going to say. I think I deserve credit because everyone was asking if I was going to rip Cullinane's face off for uh, screwing up yesterday's podcast. But I'm, you know, you I'm were casual with it. You didn't even, you didn't even, the worst was the text. So the text was: you texted me after the show. Hey, did this new thing work? And I said yes. Just had to delete Clay Travis part. No one will even notice. And it turned out everybody fucking noticed so <laughs> no i was getting calls and it was my fault it was my fault but move on there is a there is a 30 second uh button that you can skip ahead to so i'm gonna fight back i'm sorry it, it was a little mishap don't worry about it that's all right. right good good all right reamer we'll be uh we'll be watching reading we will uh talk to you soon thanks brother uh, and thanks to uh shake concrete and allied paving and thanks to <clears throat> dcu and Flagship and Raycon and everybody else. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening, rating, reviewing. You're almost 3,500 ratings on Apple Podcasts, which is pretty damn good. And most of them are pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed and surprised. Uh, every, it's not like the text line. It's not like the uh, little <laughs> chat line here on Facebook. Every, most of the people on uh, Apple Podcasts are uh, very positive and supportive, and I appreciate it. So, Thank you. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. And thanks for supporting all our sponsors. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.